You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healer. Today's episode is a special one. It is my birthday episode. So this will be coming out on my birthday, but I am recording it on January 3rd. And I thought today would be a good day to just do a reflection on the past year. And I also decided that I would do a year ahead spread for myself. And I thought once I started putting it together that it would be something that would be great to share on this episode because as much as it's great to look back on growth and to see where you are now, I think it's equally as important to be looking forward. And I think this will just be a nice episode to kind of capture what might be happening in 2022. Already, I have been feeling a lot of themes that have been coming up for a while. So for example, this year in numerology, I am having an 11 or two year, and that is all about partnership. And honestly, it's funny because I've had this card out on my desk, which I've talked about in other episodes, and it's from my visionary I Ching deck, and it's an 11 and it is harmony. And I was trying to think of my words for the year because I always have one or two words. Last year for me was expansion. And that certainly came true in more ways than I could have imagined. But for the year coming up, I had chosen build as well as connection. And I thought like you can put them together to build connection, but also just, I know I'm starting a lot of new things and creating a lot of foundations and I feel like I finally am in a place where I can just focus on my space and what I'm doing personally, and it's kind of a nice place to be in. And what's been coming up, as you know, if you've been listening the last few months or on my Instagram, is that I've been hearing a lot of messages around balance. But for me, balance is a tricky thing, and so I wasn't really sure how to start moving forward with that more. Until I was sitting doing my cards for myself yesterday. And now I've been only been pulling four cards. I've been cutting it back again, trying to create some balance, giving myself some more time in the day to do other things. And I have been pulling from four different decks. And one of them is a new deck that I got, the Heavenly Bodies Astrology deck by Lily Ashwell. And I got the Trine card in that one. And that one is angelic support, harmony, and perfect flow. And it didn't even clue in at that point when I pulled that. I had also pulled the cosmic egg card, which is from the animal spirit guidebook. And that one is about the crown chakra. And to be honest, I can't remember what I pulled from the light series tarot. Oh, I do remember. (laughs) This will be funny in a minute, but um, I pulled the six card from Uh, the John Holland Psychic Tarot deck, which is Harmony. (laughs) And it's like the lover's card in that deck as well. But I still, after getting both of those cards that had Harmony right in the description, didn't think of it as my word until later in the day 
when I was cleaning up my stuff from working for a bit. And I looked over and saw the card. And not only is it harmony, but it's also an 11 or a two. So I was like, oh my gosh, why would I not have that as one of my words for 2022? So that is what my, I think, focus word will be. Obviously, I think it'll be a balance between building and connection, which now makes so much sense because those are the two things that I struggle to balance because I am such a solitary person. I could spend probably weeks by myself. I've done it (laughs) like other than the odd phone call or Zoom meeting or whatever. I really am happy to just be on my own, but you know, at the same time, there have been periods in my life when I've focused all of my time on connections and spending time with people and partnerships or whatever was happening and didn't focus on what I wanted to be doing for myself. I've even stayed in jobs longer than I should have because of my connections with people. So I think this harmony is going to be in finding that balance between building and connection. And I think it makes so much sense that harmony would be a better word for me because it just sounds better. It's something I want to aspire to, whereas balance just for me (laughs) feels a little hard, right? I don't know why, but there's just something that doesn't feel as flowy. And I love that even in the trine card on the card, it says harmony and perfect flow. And I think flow is what I really want to aim for. My North node is in Pisces. It's just something that I think resonates so deeply with the year coming up. And as you know, last year was a tough one. I'm not going to lie. This past year, my 33rd year, I guess is like, it's kind of something I called in because going into it, I had this kind of drop in download reminding me that it's like the Jesus year because he was 33 when he died. And I think it's like around this time last year was when I, I mean, in December, I guess, around the time I was calling this in was when I got my level two in Reiki. I started learning quantum Reiki around now, probably, and really stepping into being a healer and also having readings in the initiation circle, which is now the Spirit School Collective. Um, and having people tell me like the rug is going to be pulled out from under you. This, you know, is going to be a lot of change for you. You're going to need to ground yourself. And at the time I was having the financial difficulties and I thought, okay, that's the thing. And then I had a lot of other things in the the following months. It wasn't just one thing, right? I didn't actually file for bankruptcy until April but that's because I had so many other things happening. It's like it kind of spurred this whole snowball effect of my entire life turning around. And so, you know, I ended a partnership. I finished school. I ended a job that I had been going back to. One of my safety net jobs went bankrupt. I really don't have anything that is the same as this point last year this point last year, I was starting my final semester in school. I was in a relationship. I was going through a difficult thing. Um, I don't want to trigger anyone, but I was having an, uh, I was learning that I was pregnant and deciding to have an abortion at the end of this month, at the end of January. And it's just been a lot in this 33rd year and a lot of things that I probably 
knew, I guess, in some way needed to change, but I wasn't expecting it to happen all in one year when I already knew that I was finishing school and had a lot of big things happening. And yeah, it was just one of those things where while all of that transformation was happening, all of those big changes, I also was gaining so much knowledge of myself. I was coming to a new level of acceptance because each of those things was bringing up a lot of shadows and things that I hadn't really taken the time to see in myself, things that were being mirrored in the people around me, in the situations I was in. And it really made me take a look at where I wanted my life to go. And, you know, having those big decisions to make in life really does make you look into the future and the what the effects will be. Obviously, we never know what the long-term effects and consequences are of our decisions, but we do know what some of the predictable ones are. And I think for me, it's been an incredible year in some ways. I've also now gotten to the point where I'm starting off 2022 basically self-employed, doing work that I enjoy, having opportunities flow to me. And really, I now with this balance, I'm just making sure that I don't take on too much because I do want to have a lot of space for getting back to art and focusing on my healing work more and being more, I guess, introspective and having more time for meditation, which is something I'm sure you know, if you've been listening, I've been talking about since at least the summer, but probably before that. Like I said in a previous episode, I've been talking about rest a lot for someone who never stops moving. So I think this is the year with this idea of harmony, where it's going to be on my mind more. And it's going to be something that I genuinely feel is important. And especially if, you know, I'm calling in a lot of new opportunities it does require rest in between and I need to honor the cycles that I go through. And that's also why I really wanted to share this forecast that I did for myself. It may resonate with you and perhaps I'm also able to share messages that will resonate with your year ahead as well. But I also just wanted to kind of, as we go along, recognize that the energy behind each month or like the quarters, I guess, um, really do reflect how most of my years go. And however, this year is more on the positive. I am always scared now to do any readings with tarot cards for myself because the tower card has been my little BFF just popping up whenever I feel like things are going normally. And I feel like now I've gotten to the point where it's like, It's like if you see something a lot, like, you know, they talk about like violence in the media. Obviously, it's a darker topic, but, you know, you see it so much. You see like, you know, if you watch a bunch of action movies, eventually you're like kind of desensitized to the violence and it just is like, oh, yeah, that's a movie. Right. And I feel like with the Tower card, it came up so many times when like stuff was happening and it's come up so much since that now when I see it, I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, okay, like it doesn't really have the same impact. Sometimes it's more just like irritating where it's like, okay, like what else could possibly change at this point? But I've learned that from reading it, I have it in two decks. Sometimes I've gotten it literally in both decks and I'm like, okay, this is just rude. But 
I honestly feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm able to feel into the energy a lot more for myself. It's been hard for me to do that for myself. Like I literally still read from the books most of the time because I feel like for myself, I'm less, I guess, unbiased when I'm reading, right? Like you're going to read into it what you want to read into it sometimes. And I think in my episode on reading for yourself, I did talk about that. But I think what I've learned is I can feel what part of the message, which has always been how I've used the books. But with that card particularly, it's always like you're going to be like going to worst case scenario, right? And for me, it's helpful to have obviously other cards for context. But what's happened is I've started to realize that especially in the Lightseer's Tarot, which honestly, I would recommend to anybody looking for a tarot deck that is different, that is not so traditional, because honestly, I've been doing tarot readings with cards, I probably have 10 tarot decks or more. And I haven't really ever resonated with one to the point where I wanted to use it as a regular deck. I've always had one that I did use just because sometimes you need that. I had a unicorn one that I used for a while, but it was still pretty traditional. And this one just honestly resonates so much with me compared to other decks. It still follows the same basic um, concepts behind the cards, but it allows another layer to be shown that makes it more accessible, I think. But it's just the tower card even. I realized that I'm now at the point because it talks about the change, but then it talks about what you do with that change in the second half of the card description. And it talks about how you're given the opportunity to build something new. And that's where I think the word build has been in my head so much because I've gotten that card several times and that's what I have to keep telling myself is that it's like a rebirth and like a new time of building and that's what I've been doing in the last several months is deciding what my life is going to look like and then trusting that the right opportunities and people will come in my path which I have to say I could not have asked for a more clear I guess delivery of those things because I haven't, if you follow me on Instagram, you know this, I haven't posted an offering really in months. I posted in July when I first decided and got the download to do audio editing, like podcast editing. And I shared it in my stories maybe once, but all of my work has come through referrals or people finding me on Instagram. I mean, realistically, it's also Danielle from Spirit School Podcast and the Initiation Circle, Squamish Medium on Instagram if you don't already follow her, which you would be nuts not to, even if it's just for the meme Mondays, if you're not into the spiritual development. But I am so, so very grateful for her because I see myself a lot in her journey and I see how expansive life can be when you trust and you just follow your own path. And honestly, that's kind of my job in life is to be the one that does that. It's in my human design profile. I My incarnation cross is individualism. And that's literally what it is, is that I just trigger people into making decisions for themselves. And sometimes it is people questioning what I'm doing. I've been talking to my mom a lot about how I have these days when I can just feel like negative energy coming towards me. And I don't really get impacted that much by it. It's just something that I notice and I don't like that it's happening, but 
I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. But for the most part, I have had nothing but positive things coming towards me. And the other interesting thing is when I put out to spirit, what should I be doing next? What should I focus on? That's how I got the download in the first place to do the podcast editing. Um, It kind of comes back to that individualism where it's kind of like, I don't see my own strengths. I think that that's a common thing for most of us is that deciding what to do next or seeing where our path is leading us. If we don't have the support of spirit and having people drawn to you for particular things, it can be really difficult to just decide what to do. And I totally get that when you're first starting out, because I totally was like, well, I know how to read cards. So maybe that's all I'm supposed to do. And I think that there are some readers that I went to for years because they're such good readers and they've been doing it for so long. And anything you do for a long time, obviously you build power in that. So I thought maybe that was my path as well, but It's funny how every time I've been thinking about something and I put it on the back burner and not said much about it, someone will ask me to do that thing. It will just come up. Even when I was, I talked about this before, I think, where when I first was learning human design and I was like, I feel like I want to do readings for people, but I don't want them to be like a step-by-step going through the chart. I just want to see what comes up for them in that particular time. And someone randomly started following me after a group reading I did on Instagram and had never been following me before and didn't know that I just talked about it the night before, the day before, and asked me if I did human design readings. And the same person was the one when I had mentioned and kind of started my idea of doing intuition, uh, an intuition workshop. She messaged me and was like, are you still going to do that thing? And I was like, I guess I'm doing the thing. And recently what's been coming up for me is people asking me to help them with the structure and kind of like bringing their ideas together for their podcasts or, you know, even just like business ideas or offerings. And it's funny because those are things I enjoy doing a lot. So now I feel like I'm almost at capacity for editing. Like, I don't think I can commit to any more for like a weekly basis editing. And I'm like, okay, but like, I don't want to cap myself there, but because I, I, as if you've seen my profile, like what I've really latched onto is the idea that my job is to help other people share their voices and really connect to who they are and get through really tough transitions and come out the other side, realizing a new layer of themselves. And that has come up around the throat chakra a lot. Almost any group session I've done has been about the throat chakra. And this is part of that. And I've had people specifically ask me for that support in the last little while. So I feel like that's where I'm going next. And that's kind of from me going through all of these transitions, kind of a little publicly, like sharing them on my, on my podcast here. I don't share as much on Instagram. And that's something I do want to change. It's just that I haven't found a format that I really resonate with. Like I've done some reels, but they're more just like not me in them. And I've done obviously a lot of IGTV videos, but I feel like they don't get a lot of traction, especially if they're long enough for me to explain something like this, like a podcast length or more. So I do think I need to find like smaller clips or something, like maybe do reels. I don't know. Anyways, that's just me thinking out loud. But I do want to get through this forecast to share because you've heard a lot of my journey throughout the year and I don't want to just repeat you know, a year's worth of content from here. But I just wanted to thank also every one of you that's been listening along this journey, because 
it really does mean a lot to me that you're taking the time to let my words into your life and hopefully resonate with them. I know I've had a lot of beautiful messages from people and I know the Artist Way series and the Celestine Prophecy last year were really powerful and the Four Agreements. Oh my gosh, that episode has been listened to so many times and it's come up a lot talking about it. So I might even do some sort of like, I don't know, a group coaching or workshop around that. Send me a message if that's interesting to you, but that's just something because I know this book is being pushed at me for some reason right now. I am really excited because this year, oh my gosh, I think this is where I started this whole rant from is that this year looking at the forecast is so positive. I was so, so scared that I was going to have the tower card and all of those big change cards coming up. And I was like, okay, let's just like hope that this year, you know, I can take it if it comes up. It always brings something good on the other side. But I was like, I feel like that was enough last year. Like I was in a one year, which is a lot of change. It was a five year collectively. Again, a lot of change. And I feel like I just had a double hit of it. And so it's interesting that like the one and the five together is now a six, which is the collective year this year. So we're in a six year. I'm in a two year, which has a lot of a softer feeling to me, like a more feminine feeling. So I think that'll be good that the collective energy is kind of like that as well as my own, because I don't think I can handle another 2021. But this year, looking at the forecast is so positive. There's only like one or two cards that are not super positive and they're more just introspective, which for me is nothing at this point. So I'm going to get started with January, which is the 20 judgment card. And this is so funny. This is what I was going to talk about earlier because I pulled this card yesterday for myself and I don't know why when I pulled it, I got a little scared. Maybe it's just, you know, the major arcana feeling I get now because of the tower card, but I really resonated with it this time because the image is a woman kind of like opening herself up to this light. And there's like a light version of her, a light body version of her. And it's hard to say whether she's releasing it or taking it in, but the card centers around self-acceptance, um, being transparent, forgiving yourself, and really with the word judgment, like not judging yourself too hard and not relying on other people's judgments to define who you are or how you should feel about your actions. And I think that's a big lesson that I learned is that in the past year, especially, I learned that like, it only at the end of the day really matters how I'm feeling about myself. Obviously, if something impacts someone else, yes, obviously, I'm going to care about that. And I'm going to make sure that I write that in whatever way that needs to happen. But on a day to day basis, I'm the only one living in my head, in my life, every single day. Like, Sure, there's people that might think of me often or check in or have some wisdom to share, and that's great, but they're giving that from their lens. And so this card, this judgment card, is something that I feel like is me wrapping up last year. I've said this to a lot of people that I feel like as much as, especially for me, which is odd for me to be saying it because I often resonate a lot with New Year's only because it's my, you know, my birthday is three days after New Year's Day. Like, I'm basically a New Year's baby, right? And so like I 
have a complete, like it's a new year for everyone, but it's a new year for me too. At the same time, I don't have that any other time of the year, really that self-focus. And honestly, it's always been a very introspective time for me because a lot of the time between, you know, new years and whatnot, like my birthday this year is the first day back to school and back to work for everyone. Right. So it's like, it's always had that energy, right? It's never been, it's never felt like a separate thing, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Most people who have any a birthday anywhere around Christmas can probably feel this energy as well, except that I feel like I like it because everyone kind of like goes back to normal and like shifts away from that. And so I don't like a lot of attention on my birthday. I do like it to be like a solitary, quiet thing. And I know, you know, I have people in my family that love celebrating and I will have like a nice Zoom chat and celebrate with them. But for me, it's like I even spent New Year's alone this year. And it was kind of nice because I just got to go more internal and look at how I want to start this year. Um, But I feel like February this year is the real New Year's, like the real time of celebration. And this really ties in with the card that I got, which is the 10, the wheel. And this is like the wheel of fortune. And as much as it says, like, you know, the wheel can keep turning. So like, you don't know what side of the wheel you're going to get, but this card in the light seers tarot is a lot about opportunities and taking those opportunities that come and synchronicities and blessings. And I feel like that's what February is going to be. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of that energy coming in for myself. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a collective thing that comes up. It's something I've been feeling for a long time. It's all the twos as well. And I'm in um, a two year. So you know, February is the two we're in 2022. So I feel like the second and the 22nd are going to be really big. I think I'm going to be launching something on the 22nd. I feel like it's going to be a healing circle. I don't know something. Anyways, that is kind of what February is looking like, which is exciting. Having all this new energy come in again, like a new year's feeling. And then what's kind of cool is that March is one, the magician. So it's like two one cards in a row, which are like new beginnings. And the magician is great from March because going into the spring, it's that feeling of possibility already. And this card is about manifesting. It's about the potential you have within you and that you have everything you need to create the life that you want. And I think coming out of an energy of possibility, it kind of just continues that, but it makes you realize like, Now that all these things are coming to you, you have to choose what to do with that, right? And it talks about like co-creation with the universe and the talents that you already have, even if you don't see them. And I think that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, where people tend, I'm a generator as well in human design. So I'm usually responding to things. I'm not just out of thin air coming up to things. It's either I get a download and then I decide if I want to move forward or someone keep, or people keep asking me the same thing. And then it dawns on me like, oh yeah, that's the thing I'm supposed to be doing, (laughs) which I feel like will probably be coming in that time. If I have a lot of things coming towards me in terms of opportunities, that'll be the time that I'm like, yes, this is what resonates. This is what doesn't. And then going into April, it's the six of pentacles, which is great because we're in a six year and this energy is about giving and receiving. It's about this, the two sides of abundance and learning to receive has been really difficult for me, but I've honestly just trusted a lot in the last year. And I feel like there's this part of my soul that like 
wants the abundance to come in because there's so many people I want to share it with and so many causes and things I want to do with it. Me seeing that is a sign that, you know, come spring, I'm going to be able to start thinking about that a little bit more and thinking about, you know, teaching and learning is one of the dualities they use in the example of the giving and receiving. And I do feel like there's going to be some opportunity to do another workshop or just in general to be sharing more. That's what my goal is. Like that's what I'm dying to do, right? Because so many people have supported me and helped me on my path. And I just really want to give that energy back. So that's a really positive sign for me going into spring. And then in May, it's the two of cups. And it's funny because I've been thinking to myself a lot about partnership and I just wasn't, I know I haven't been in a place yet where I'm totally open to that again yet. And although I know it's on the horizon, I can feel an energy around me. I do feel like I need a bit more time to set up my structures and do the building part before I get to the connection, right? If we're looking back at my words for the year. And I feel like if I'm at the point of giving and receiving in April, that May would be a good time for that. But I also see this as, I guess, in general partnerships and sharing joy with people around you as much as it is like a romantic card. Typically, this also for me kind of continues with that giving and receiving and sharing with those around you. So I think it's a beautiful transition. And then going into June, it's the Ace of Swords, which I love. I've been getting in the last year, I I'm telling you, there's a lot of cups coming up and I've been getting just nothing but swords and a little bit of wands sprinkled in some pentacles as a reminder of financial stuff, but mostly swords for the last year. And I am so over it. And I was so happy that I didn't get a single one other than this card. This is the only one that I'd be like, yes, this is the sword I will take. It's about clarity. It's about a breakthrough. It's about new beginnings, expansion, seeing the truth that is right there in front of you. And I am so excited that this is kind of like the entry into the summer because it's coming out of this beautiful giving and receiving energy of spring. And then it's like this lightning bolt that just shows up, right? And with all the downloads and this kind of happened last year in the summer, you know, I was talking about cycles and May last year, like this past year was for me a breakup. And so in terms of relationships coming up again, I think that's a cyclic thing, right? And then when I'm looking now at June with this, these downloads, it was end of June, beginning of July, when I came up with the idea for my audio editing. And this is especially cool because July is the to the high priestess, which is like the same energy, which is so fun. I love that so much because the high priestess is like the super intuitive feminine card. It's beyond the veil. It's bringing in insights and wisdom. A lot of times it has to do with like your, your subconscious. So like dreams, um, really being connected to intuition, a time of introspection, and that kind of was happening for me in July last year, but I'm really excited that this card is coming up, especially with the Ace of Swords. It's really making me feel like the summer is going to be another one of those times when I'm just receiving so much clarity and finding a new way of expressing. And I think that's so great for summertime. 
And then August is the Ace of Cups. So we're going back kind of like to that Two of Cups energy. It's this like romance, emotional connections, love, self-love. It's just like your heart is completely cracked open. And I feel like that is hopefully the outcome of all the downloads and the shifts that happen in the summer and the early summer, because that's kind of what it's looking like. It's like it's a deepening of understanding. And in this way, it kind of for me is looking like emotional connections and relationships. So I don't know if that's a romantic one or if it's friendships, soul family, either way, I think it's something my heart needs right now. It's like, I'm open to it, but I'm still in that like internal processing phase right now. So I am really happy to see that it's on the horizon because I never know when I've like gotten to that point, right? Sometimes the universe has to like spell it out for you. And then in September going into the fall, the five of cups. Again, we're sticking with cups here, guys. I'm really healing my heart in the next year, which is exciting. But the five of cups is about like a dark night of the soul. It's forgiveness and release. It's a bit of grief. It's looking into the future of like how you want things to be. And I think coming from the ace of cups, this could be connected to just anything that is kind of needing to be cleared that I didn't already clear, you know, like cords that need to be cut. Maybe um, there'll be some mirroring and triggering in these relationships and connections. Obviously I chose connection for this year, so I can't be surprised if a lot of the cards are around connections. And again, I don't know for sure if this is a romantic relationship or if it's friendships or what it is, could be family. Um, But it does feel very like cathartic when I look at the card, just like finally being like, okay, this is the last little bit, you know, we've been on a roll here. We always need some time to reflect. And I think the fact that we're going into the fall, that is usually what happens. It's when the shadow work starts to come up. If you look back at episodes I've been doing or posts I've I've made in the last couple of years, September, October, November, the whole fall is usually shadow work season for me. I'm like, bring it on. Um, this year it started in this past year, it started in August. And so I'm kind of glad that I have a bit of a lighter card coming up here, but that is usually like anytime you're, it's a duality again, right? It's like whenever you're receiving love, you also are going to see a bit of shadow come up at the same time. So it's just kind of the progression I would expect that uh, there's always like a bit of a backtrack, you know, when you get in a relationship, you're in like the honeymoon phase. And then you start to like come down from it and start to see the reality and not in a bad way because like, you know, it just has to happen. But like, I think that's kind of what the feeling of this card is where it's like, oh, yes, I forgot. I still have to heal that. Right. And then the seven of cups is what I got for October. And this one is about like have being a little overwhelmed with all of the options, all of the things that are there, the unknown, not knowing which direction to go. So Again, it's for my forecast, but I don't know what that could be exactly about. Sometimes it's just that, you know, I have a lot of commitments already for the year for clients. It could be that there's a bit of a change over there. I could have some more things lingering from the summer, opportunities that are coming up or friendships or whatever, connections that need to be sorted through. But the idea behind this card is that if you just keep looking at everything and thinking about it and not making a decision, it doesn't help you. It just makes you more confused and that you have to just look at like, instead of guessing what the cards are or what the cups are in this case, 
whatever the situations are, just looking at them and being like, okay, like objectively, what are these things? And then choosing something that you think brings you closest to where you want to be. So for me, I feel like the fall is going to be a typical, that's a shadow work month, right? (laughs) We're in October, Scorpio season starts in October. And it's just one of those things where like, once I make the choice, whatever this might be, this has always been my experience. When I see all these things that I could do, once I make a choice and commit to it, it generally works out really well. And I feel glad that I did it, right? It's just that first initial jump that can be difficult to force yourself into. But once you do it, you're like, why did I wait so long to choose, right? And the proof is in the pudding here because November, I got the 10 of cups, which is another relationship card, but it's like the fairy tale ending, soulmates card. It's about relationships and community, having that support around you, just like oozing happiness, basically being of service and gratitude. And so I feel like whatever this decision is, that's going to come up in October it's going to lead me to being fulfilled. And I think in terms of being a generator in human design, satisfaction is what we're aiming for. And we want to be doing things. We want to be working. We want to be of service. We want to be actively participating in life. Like, I don't think I've ever thought of that phrase, but that's just what came to me now. Like actively participating in life is what our goal is. And so it's finding this harmony, right? Of like, being able to do work, which I'm a like triple Capricorn, as we all know, I'm a generator. I have the energy. I want to work. That's how I feel good. But I have to balance that with connections and not get like swept up in the connections either. Right. And so this tells me that I'm going to find that balance. This is the year when I find that, when I'm able to say like, yes, like I have my boundaries with my work time. I have my boundaries with my deep connections and my family and whatnot. And that's exciting to me because I don't think I've ever really found that. I feel like maybe at times I felt like I had it, but then you get to a certain point where frustration kicks in. That's the not self theme of generators. And you're like, all of a sudden, even though things are the same for like a while, it's like this one day you just wake up and you're like, I don't like this. Why am I stagnant? Why is nothing changing? Like you just all of a sudden they're like, this is not right anymore. And then you have to wait for something to respond to, to find the right thing. Right. So I feel like that's where a seven of cups in um, October is coming in to be like, okay, you know, you've been coasting for a while now. <laughs> you've got to like make a choice here. And what's incredible is I couldn't even believe it when I pulled it, but for December, to end the year, it's the 10 of pentacles, which is like the pentacles version of the 10 of cups. It's like abundance, it's joy, it's generosity, which I love for December. My, one of my manifestations that I wrote down for December next year is to be able to do so much to share with people in December around the holidays. I love the holidays, but I feel like every year it's like that reminder of like, I'm not quite there yet. You know, I have to budget. And like, I don't like that feeling when I want to be giving, right? Cause I am someone that whenever I can, I like to be able to give. And I think it's just exciting to me because that was one of my major things that I wrote down is like next year at this time, like in at the holidays, at Christmas and New Year's and whatever, I want to be sharing more. I want to just be like pouring out energy of like love and abundance and everything at other people. And this is really exciting to me because 
That's exactly what I would have wanted for the end of the year, right? This like November, December holiday time. I love the holidays. I love, I already find them magical. I've never not found them magical. So I think that this will just be like the ultimate holiday year. And again, with tens, they're also kind of completing a cycle. And I like that in February, we're having that too, right? With the 10, the wheel. And so it's that energy of fresh, positive things coming towards you, right? And I think that that's something that is really exciting. And overall, I'm pretty excited for 2022. So I appreciate you all being on this journey because most of this podcast has been in that 30-30 year that that it's coming to a close. And I feel that it's been a very pivotal year for me in my development as a person, in my spiritual development. And I hope that if you have any takeaways from any episodes that you'll share them with me, because I do plan on doing kind of a review of the podcast in the past year, because the anniversary of the podcast is at the end of this month. So if you can share with me what your favorite episode was or your favorite takeaway, whether it's just commenting, you can send me a message, you can send me a voice memo, whatever it is, just so that I have a bit of a collection of your favorite clips to share to kind of highlight what we've talked about this whole past year. So happy new year. I hope you are having a great start to 2022. Let me know if any of these messages that I received for the coming year have been coming up for you and your forecasts. Feel free to share any spreads you've done for yourself and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.